Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Quack Report, where we are here to talk about Ducks uh, hockey. But first of all, I'm going to complain about how <laughs> cold my tea right, is. Right as you said, like, right as you said the message in the private chat was when I clicked it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, going to have a sip of my tea while we waited for the uh, the countdown or for Nate to start all the things. And I was like, this is cold. Like, as soon as I picked up, I was like, this needs to be heated up. So I was like, Typed it in the chat. Just going to go heat up my tea. And Nate was like, no, you're fucking not. And then started playing the intro. Drink your cold tea. Yeah. God damn it. It's not even iced tea either. It's like a, like a, it's supposed to be hot and it's not. So, yeah. I mean, fault is mine because I <laughs> made it and then took two sips and left it for like an hour or whatever. But that's the worst because it's like too, it's like too hot at first. Right. And then you yeah. like leave it to cool. And then it's too cold. And you're like, God damn it. So. Yeah. You put it in the microwave and you're like, Oh, this is going to be perfect. And then it steams up your glasses and burns. your. Yeah, it's exactly. Awful. It's just, it's a never ending battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I've always wanted like one of those like little hot plate type of things, not like a normal yeah. hot plate, but like, it's just, it's you, a you mug warmer, your, yeah. yeah. You set your mug on it, and it keeps your drink at like the, the right temperature, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I always want one of those, but like I've just never bought one for myself. Yeah. Like I see them, I'm like, oh, that's sick, and then I look, and it's like thirty dollars, and I'm like, yeah, but I have a microwave, so <laughs> one day, <laughs> one, one day, day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, oh. um, but yeah, that's uh. Anyways, how's your tea or coffee? I guess you're uh, the coffee. It's guy. I I just have water, honestly, oh. in here with like I hope it's hot mio no. Yeah, I, just, I, just I hope like it's this, the opposite like, of what you want it to be. I got this. <laughs> I got this cup from uh, my girlfriend's sister for Christmas. It's like a thirty ounce. Uh, oh yeah, like it's another like one of those tumbler kind of ones, right? Yeah, this thing's fucking amazing. Because here, l- l- let me just like go full on here. You got, okay. you got the straw, right? Okay. You can have, uh, you know, if the straw is out, you can close it up and have like the sip. This version. isn't an ad, by the way. This, this is isn't an ad. Straight I'm not up not even being saying impressed with his cup. Yeah, but and then you can close that little thing as well and have it be for uh, gulp is what it is what it said. So huh. you get three different ways you can drink out of this one cup, apparently. Nice. <laughs> so, and I just I straight up use it for like water with uh, like flavor shots in it and mm-hmm. uh, pouring pop into it because you can put uh, two cans of pop into this. Nice. So, um, 
yeah. So just so much like Coke cereal that <laughs> pretty much going into it. So, but it keeps it cold then, right? Yeah, so. no, that's good. Yeah. I, uh, for Christmas, I got one of those like Yeti, um, coolers. Like, you know, you can get like the, like the beer yeah. koozies, just like the foam things or whatever. But I got like one yep. of those, um, Yeti ones that basically, basically turns your can into like a thermos. And nice. I fucking love that because so good. just like with coffee and tea and other hot beverages, I, Open a can of something and I take a couple sips and then I leave it and then it goes from cold to warm and then you just have like warm sparkling water or pop or whatever. And it's, yeah, it's awful. I can never just like have a beverage be a satisfying temperature, but now with like the, the actually like the, the can holder thing. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have the can holder thing, it's um, a metal koozie. I don't know what to call it. It's yeah, like, metal, yeah cold, sure. Metal, so. metal, metal. Blah, 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 blah. Metal koozie. Nice. <laughs> can I get that one more time, but like full screen? <laughs> I'm just I don't even know if I can do it again. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, that's... Uh, who knew that we were going to talk about cans for the first few minutes? Yeah, we're <laughs> talking the, about... This is, like, this is the cup podcast now. Beverages, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like this, this needs to be a segment actually on uh, the soda pod. Which is fitting yeah. as well, because we're going to talk about the game versus the wild. It's true. So. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're tying it back. Nice. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a few things to talk about here, like the Minnesota Wild game, the Blackhawks game. Um, Going to talk more about trade offers for Jacob Chikrin. Um, nobody tells Sporty with Corey and Richie, though. They, they're <laughs> upset at us, I think. <laughs> um, the Ducks we're have also, sorry, you guys. We're yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, the Ducks have That's also hilarious. hit the, uh, the halfway point of their season, so we're going to do a little recap on the first half of the season here and as well as talk about the usual things that are at the bottom of the outline that, that we have that we're not going to follow that I don't feel like scrolling to. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, <laughs> well, well, it's only we're only like five minutes in here. We we don't need we to talk about ducks and games yet. Yeah, <laughs> how's your week been? I didn't even ask that. I just complained about how cold my tea is. It's been all right. I realized I was behind like two assignments in one class which oh, it's not a, it's not a dude we're I, like a week in i know i know <laughs> i once i realized though that the, the assignments were only like a percent each i'm like okay i'm not as torn about it anymore i'll make that up kind of thing mm-hmm. that's like god damn it but yeah you're right we're like a week in and i'm like how what no mm-hmm. <laughs> like this shouldn't this shouldn't be a thing <laughs> But. Yeah, one of my one of my favorite memes that I see posted like pretty much at, like immediately after New Year's every year, which is like a few days before classes start. It's like I know classes haven't started yet, but just but so already, that you know, you're already you've already missed a test and you're behind three assignments and yeah. you don't have enough sleep. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sleep that. thing has been me lately. I've just been not been in like nah, just not been able to like really catch up. Like, but you know me, it's hard for me to sleep in. And mm-hmm. I've actually been sleeping in lately. And I haven't been staying up very late either. Like, I think there was only one time this week that was maybe like 1, 1.30. Other than that, it's like like midnight kind of deal. And I'm still oh, wow. sl- just sleeping in late. So hmm. you're uh, you're getting old. Apparently. That's be it. Yeah. Or you're hitting yeah. second puberty. <laughs> or maybe third puberty. I don't know which one you're on. Now. It's probably a combination of all three. Let's be honest yeah. here. <laughs> But <laughs> what about you? What uh, I don't know. What did you get up to? Are you, are you behind in any classes already or what? 
Uh, no, not yet. No, you're the uh, goody two shoe. You're never behind on shit. No, no. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say I'm on top of things either. But I, okay, you're, you're I don't never get behind. You're never yeah. behind on. You're never behind on schoolwork. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's a better way of putting it. <laughs> no, I'm not behind yet. I honestly though, I haven't had any assignments. It's it's just all been like, here's the course outline. Here's the review of what we talked about in the last course. Like, that's it. So, dude, I wish I've had like. I've had two quizzes already. Another one's open already. And like two, three, four homework assignments. I'm just like, God damn it. Oh boy. <laughs> For a split second, I considered dropping a class, but I'm like, that's just going to put me so much farther back actually that I can't even afford to. So yeah, just get it done. Get out of there as quick as you can. <sighs> yeah, pretty much. So I've already been here for seven goddamn years. <laughs> I'm a career student at this point. Yeah. What's another three or four more, right? Exactly. <laughs> You can worry about oh. student loans later. No oh, idea. don't even remind me about that. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. I looked at that and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, before Nada uh, enters an existential <laughs> crisis here, I we'll think talk about something else to... that wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into some more uh, upsetting things here, like ducks hockey. So. Let's start with the Minnesota Wild game. Uh, it was a wild game, that's for sure. But um, uh, I was thinking more like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially because you know we let in just a casual seven goals. Yeah, the Wild seven three loss for uh, those that don't remember or haven't been staying on top of Ducks hockey or have purposely chose to forget <laughs> that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Not really. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say, like, if this was just a bad game all around, which I'm on the side of. But yeah. also, you could make the argument that it was a bad two minutes to start the third period when we let in three goals. It was both. And, like, I'm struggling on if I should be upset about this game because we are still missing guys. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, this is jumping ahead just a little bit, but I had it screenshotted here. Um, like for last night's game against Chicago, was mm -hmm. missing Gibson, Terry, Milano, Fowler, Henrique, Jones, Benoit, Mahura, and Stellars. That's for the Chicago game. Yeah, um, yeah. and really, we didn't you just yeah. take out Fowler and Stellars from that list, and that was our roster on uh, against yeah, we, Minnesota, right? And Malone, Milano got hurt partway through that game. Oh, right. We right. didn't have Gibson either. Mm -hmm. uh, still no Henrique, right? So, like, yeah, just yeah. depleted roster, and like that's what's make that's what this making this a struggle of like, hey, we are losing, but yes, we're still technically sitting second wild or not second wild card spot. Jesus, um, sorry, we're in third spot now in the Pacific Division. We're still in a playoff yeah. spot, yes, and, but even with this depleted roster, that sort of thing, like we got teams that are like games, not game games in hand on us that yeah. are gonna eclipse us if we can't get back to where we were playing soon like mm -hmm. this is a little bit panic time but not fully the like not really the players fault at the same time right which is gonna make no. this year just really interesting again yeah so i and it's not just us it's happening to like to a, no I'll, I'll give some i'll give some leeway here to a point, this is even happening to the Edmonton Oilers, right? With losing guys and stuff like that, too. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, they've also just truly fallen off the face of the fucking earth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other teams that were 
hit with this like Vegas early on I mm-hmm. guess with COVID a little bit, but it was more yeah. more so injuries. I think mm-hmm. the Islanders um, are one of them. Like they were, yeah, the conference got, finalists last year, and yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know where they're sitting now, but I know they they're not in a great seven, spot. They're sitting seventh uh, for the wild card seating. <laughs> yeah, so that's that, that's not where I expect. We'll get to that later, but that's not where yeah. I expected. And they before. also had the uh, they also had like the massive road trip to start the season, like what fifteen games, I think, because they were oh, finishing, that's true too. They're doing the finishing touches on their new arena, right? Yeah. So. That's gonna be a struggle no matter what, right? So this, yeah, this is just an interesting year, and it, yeah, it's, it's almost easier to list the teams that haven't really been affected by it, and I can't yeah. even think of who that would be. Like even remove like the Shea Weber and Carey Price thing. You got Montreal, like having guys who were playing in the ECHL this season, mm-hmm. like to start the year being like middle six guys suddenly, right? So yeah, yeah, but, exactly. And that's, but, and that's kind of happening to us right now. Luckily, it's not ECHL guys, but the joke is mm-hmm. right now that it's the San Diego Ducks, right? Because you got yeah. so many call-ups and there's guys mm-hmm. who wouldn't normally be playing. So like, this is kind of the, this, this is kind of the rock and the hard place I am. I'm in right now with this team is like, yes, they're not playing great. We've lost, uh, like looking at our uh, last 10, we're two, six and two on a three game losing streak right now. But we mm-hmm. are missing like, a solid chunk of our team that helps produce and yeah. do things on the back end, right? So it's like, what, like, what do you make of this team? Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's tricky because, yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it, you do still have to place it on the team as a whole to yeah. some extent because they still like, have to play. This is, yeah, exactly. And we still have NHL guys in the lineup, but I think it just really speaks to our lack of depth. Like back yeah. when we were healthy at the beginning of the season and like every guy that deserved to be in the NHL and was an NHL player and or had earned that spot in training camp, they were playing to the NHL level and that was our roster. Everybody it was, was looking good. This, yeah, everyone yeah. was in the spot where they thrived. Like someone with a you know bottom pairing defenseman potential was in that bottom pairing spot. But now with all these guys out, our lack of depth, I think, really shows like we don't have guys that are able to step up into those higher positions when injuries and COVID happen. Like, um, our but top even line, then, I don't think you're expecting to have like eight guys out. No, 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 not a, you're not on a regular yeah. basis, right? So, like, yeah, I don't even know if I put that on the on the depth necessarily, right? It's because you can you're normally thinking, okay, three, four guys at worst is your typical season right typically yeah yeah Yeah, like you lose any more than that and obviously you have guys you're you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hard time yeah but like when like look at the guys we have out right now like even before Stellars and Cam Fowler we'll leave them off the list like yeah John Gibson yes losing your starting goaltender is a big hit um Adam Henrique and Troy Terry top you know top six guys um Jones Mahura and we'll throw Milano in there middle six guys I would say yeah like you should be able that to hurts. <laughs> but like you still have Getzlaff, Raquel, Comtois, Zegris, Silverberg in the lineup like that's still four of a solid top six yeah in my opinion so like you should be able to find guys that you can call up from the AHL to fill those holes but um it's, it's but, just but for it us hard, it, it's right? like yeah. you call up those guys you put them in a bottom six role like the the bottom six guys that move up like they're they're not really able to step into those roles like i'm sorry delorier is a great bottom six guy but his play style just doesn't work in the top six no it doesn't same with sam Steele. (laughs) same with buddy robinson same with Derek grant like 
solid bottom six guys, but when you put them in the top six role, it they work. suck. They, yeah. they disappear. So that when I say lack of depth, that's kind of, I guess, what I mean. is like we don't it's have guys those that guys that can step. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I think the good teams have those guys that c- waiting in the wings or playing in a bottom six role that can take that step up. Um, like let's take a look at Carolina for a second because they were the first you know, solid team that just came to mind. Um, they don't have a ton of guys out right now. Um, Jake Gardner, Antti Ranta, Jacob Slavin. Um, but like you look at their bottom six, Nino Niederreiter, Jesperi Kokinyemi, Jordan Martinuk. That's their bottom, like that's their fourth that line. Co- Sorry, I'm still laughing at that Kokinyemi thing. That's going to suck for them because I think they have to minimum qualify him for that $6 million now. They do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's That's going to suck. Um, yeah, he, but, he's been doing great in, in that third line position for them, though. But yeah. you don't want to be paying a third line guy six billion dollars a year. No, <laughs> yeah, he Get does play. <laughs> yeah, he does play on the top power play or what second power. He, he does usually play on a power play. You know, okay. they don't have him there for daily faceoff right now. But um, but Niederreiter and Kokaniemi are guys that can step up to those top top six roles. Like they play a physical game, but they're also highly skilled guys. Yeah. Third line: Steven Lorenz, Jordan Stahl, Jesper Fast. Like like skilled third liners, but in the short term can, you know, jump up to that do it, yeah. top pairing or top six role. Um, we'll just leave it there because I think I made my point. But yeah. yeah, in my opinion, and I mean, West and East is different as well, but in my opinion, that that's the difference between our team and a good team. Or yeah. Our, let's say our team and a great team because I think we have a good team. But Yeah, and what were we even saying before? Like when, you know, this team was doing well, right? It's we don't think it's a contending team yet, right? There is still no. work to be done to this roster. Absolutely. This isn't the team that would normally win you a cup, I don't think. So Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's possible you just <laughs> you, you, you get, get in and you just yeah, go on a 16 game run. Yeah, you like, never know, yeah. but it's all about just the right goalie and the right team getting hot at the right moment. That's really what the playoffs are and like unfortunately but fortunately in a way. Um, yeah. but this is not a team that I would expect to have that really so yeah <laughs> like it's yeah. You're, you're, yeah just kind of that stuck in the middle of like this team should be better but understanding that so many guys are out right now that made it good right so mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. that's where we just, we just have to just have to lower our tempers a little bit here especially on hockey twitter i'm seeing a few people get like really hyped up and it's like guys just Hold on a second here, okay? Let's just relax for two seconds. If this mm-hmm. continues when we have everybody back, yeah. then be upset. Then it's warranted, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. But until I, then, right? Like yeah. until we have those guys back, we are playing with the San Diego mm-hmm. Ducks, essentially. So let's just yeah. calm her down for a moment. The, here. the most rational take I've seen, um, which was on Reddit, you know, amongst the general blow up the what? team fire you can what? I know reddit. also also okay. rationality <laughs> on reddit is is wild but i saw one and it was basically that like this team relied so much on um just line chemistry and, yeah. and we talked about that like the um terry and who the fuck was he playing with gets laugh gets laugh and Raquel, or gets laugh yes. yeah yeah, Getzlaff. Like, that line was solid. Like, Terry and Getzlaff had that chemistry. Like, you could see, get like, Getzlaff was making those passes that he was making in his prime to, like, guys like yeah. Corey Perry. Zegris and Milano had that chemistry early on where and they then, just and like, then knew where Raquel each other on was. That one. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, that's who it was. And it was 
Was it Henrique that was with Terry and Gets Laugh? I think it was. I believe so, yeah. A good chunk of it anyway. Oh, excuse but, me. But yeah, you, you could just see the line chemistry there, and that's what was effective. But then as soon as the we, we lost a couple guys to COVID and you couldn't keep those lines mm. how they were, everything apart. fell apart. So yeah. um, so obviously line chemistry is, is really good, and you want to have that, but you can't rely on it entirely. You still need to have the, the guys that can fill in those holes. So, yeah. um, so I think that's where the... <clears throat> I think that's what this team has done well, or the management and coaching of this team is like building lines that work well together. And like, yeah, this is your role. This is what you do on this line, and it works. Yeah, just got to try to keep them together as much as possible, right? Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, you get COVID and injuries, that happens. But when those guys come back, try to keep it that way. If it's yeah, exactly. working, try to keep it that way, right? Don't just mm-hmm. shake it up for the for the sake of it, right? So yeah, one um, one benefit yeah. of ah, I hate saying benefit of COVID, but like because <laughs> obviously it sucks. But like I get to be once, home more. Well, <laughs> that's the yeah. benefit of COVID. I I don't have to put on pants. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I mean in terms of like the NHL though, like when you test positive for COVID, when you come back, you don't have to test at all for three months. Yeah. So, um, or is it 180 days? No, it's not. Yeah, like yeah, three months. Well, yeah, three months is 90 days. Yeah. So, because so, anyway, so three months. Yeah, and and that's not just an NHL thing as well. That was at least where we're living uh, in Alberta. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing uh, there as well. Um, yeah. Basically, that I'm I'm not a doctor or scientist by any means, but my understanding that was explained to me by uh, the nurses or that sort of thing um, was that like it's still kind of stays in your system it's not contagious at that point like once mm-hmm. it's kind of through your system it's not contagious but um it's still just in your system mm-hmm. so if you you'd say if you had gotten sick with just you know like a cold or something like that after having had covid mm-hmm. and you go and get tested it's going to show up for covid because it's technically still in your system so oh, okay. even though you have a, a cold not yeah COVID, so like yeah. um last december not the december we just had jesus that was like yeah, 2020 December, I guess at this point. Yeah. Um, man, time is yeah, time's a fucking blur at this point. Um, but that's what they had told us. They're like, if you get any similar symptoms, like within three months after, so basically from January to March of 2021 for us, mm-hmm. they were like, just don't get tested, just stay home, because it's going to show up positive, and it's even though that's not what it would be at that point. So yeah, yeah. So like, really that. We're, we're fine. Like the Ducks will be fine for pretty much the rest yeah. of the season if the season ends in April. Obviously, then playoffs hit. Maybe we do a bubble at that point, or you know, Omicron has mm-hmm. died out. We'll see what happens. But yeah. Um, so I got this like weird shadow on my face, or like light on my <laughs> face from my lights. I'm trying <laughs> to figure out where to sit. But this is there. like when I lean. Oh no, here I'll just lean in closer. Okay. Yeah. Um. So really, yeah, February, March, April, season ends end of April. Like we're gonna have pretty much a healthy roster since everybody on our roster has tested positive for covid at this point um so that's kind of a one benefit i guess is that once we get those guys back we're good we don't have to deal with this for three months and we'll just have 95 percent of our roster for um the rest of the season and we can actually see what this team is capable of in a full three month sample size barring injuries of course but that's uh yeah i, I think that's Kind of a good thing in a way. That, yeah, no, it's, yeah. That it, it's, it's a good it's thing that it's hit us now. Yeah. Like if, if it was gonna hit us at any point, now is the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I no, I, I do agree to a point. I mean, obviously, it sucks no matter yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I... Sorry, I was going to say something, and I, I don't know where else. Um, can we just go to like, the next point? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, um, um, I, I made a joke here in the outline that it was another Russian returning for a multi-point night, his first game mm-hmm. back. Not nearly as long, but Kirill Kaprizov coming back after being hurt for a little bit, and mm-hmm. he scores two points against us. I was just like, God damn it. All right. Yeah, they, <laughs> they figured out the Ducks kryptonite is Russians returning from injury. That, yeah. That's it. So, But... Yeah, and, cut, and sorry, to go back, to, I guess, a little bit to the roster, like, the defense was really lacking tonight, or that night. Um, oh, yeah. And that, like, that was a defensive game that, again, I know the defense was depleted, but it felt mm. like a defensive game from last year. It was not fun to watch, and I felt bad for Stellars because, like, mm-hmm. there was maybe, especially in the third period, there's one or two that, yeah, he should have had. But yeah. everything else was, like, him battling the entire time, and the defense is not really giving a whole lot of help. And he's yeah. There was there was no help. There was no help in front of the net until at least until the puck was already in. Then guys started to show up. Yeah, Yeah. I I really noticed that as well. I I do personally place some of the blame on Stellars, like you said, in the third period. Yeah, there's a a couple couple of goals. goals, Yeah, like I'm sorry, you should not let in two goals. Well, first of all, you shouldn't let in three goals in two minutes. That's yeah. You got to figure that out. Um, but that's from what I remember, one of like the four seconds where it's like off the draw and like yeah. a slap from like not even the circles yet. Yeah, that one. And there was, there was one other. Yeah. There was one other one at that point for sure that it was just one of those random shots from the outside, like that shouldn't have gone. Yeah. Like you, you were in position, dude. What happened? And it just yeah. made like that's. I don't know. That's that's the issue for me with Stellars is after a few games of being the the starting goalie is he starts to let in those weak ones from the outside and I don't know if it gets into his head or or what it is but at at some point he just hits a decline and it's like falling off a fucking cliff like he's solid for two or three games and then it's fucking yeah everybody and everybody has a rough night too and like even then I wouldn't say that that game was like a fall off the cliff type one right because no. there was a lot of it that he was playing really well no it was the third period that he fell yeah, off the that cliff third the first, that he fell off the cliff right the first but, two was awesome yeah but like when you're standing on your head like that we've talked about this before when you're standing on your head like that though and you're just not getting the help that you need right yeah it's not gonna be a fun time for mm-hmm. you or the rest of the team right because yeah probably you're gonna be having goals against or that because it's a little hard to play five on oh in a way right like as much as the other guys are there it's not if they're not helping there there's no point of them being on the ice kind of deal so yeah yeah exactly um, um i'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit as well because i thought he was worse in the chicago game but um josh manson had a rough couple games. yeah like every time there was a goal scored he was st- he was on the he's ice gone. and he was not in position i was yeah. like what the f- where like figure it out man this is your job like, dude where the fuck are you yeah exactly and it was always like he was kind of in front of the net but he wasn't in front he wasn't defending against anybody yeah he was just there and i'm like like no take a man assignment there's two or three wild or blackhawk players in front of the net and you're not taking any of them and oh look they scored yeah color me surprised like yeah I, i was not happy with his performance and i mean look at the roster we were expecting him to play top line minutes with Brendan Gooley. Um, I noticed he played Which, a little bit ooh. with. I noticed he played a little bit with Jacob Larson. Um, I think that was in the Wild game as well. Can we, can we, sorry, can so. we just stop for a second? Just, that's how you know it's bad. 
when it's Manson and Gooley as your top defensive pairing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Daily Faceoff has Lindholm and Drysdale as the second pairing. I, I think that's it's safe to yeah, say that's yeah, your first that's pairing. Your first but pairing, really, we'll, but, we'll, yeah. we'll say second pairing Gooley Manson. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Um, and then Larson Shattenkirk is your other pairing. Like that doesn't really instill confidence in me either. No, Shattenkirk's no. had a great season so far, but not that great of a season. Yeah, so. I don't know. Uh, the last yeah, negative thing I guess to talk about here—it's not even negative against the team or anything like that. I typically enjoy the song "Shout," love uh, it, but I'd be okay to not hear it for a while after that Minnesota game. <laughs> Seven times in two and a half hours is no thanks. I'm about good. six too many times. I'm I think. good. <laughs> the next time would be the next wedding that I go to, and even then, who knows when that's going to be? So yeah, um, right. <laughs> I am a okay to not listen to that song for a little bit. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, Main positive thing I had coming out of this mm-hmm. game, though, was Comtois having a multi-point night. Yeah, that was good. He had a goal and an assist in there, mm-hmm. right? I think I believe the assist was on the Zegris goal, the third one yeah. there. Yeah, it was. Um, he looked better, at least. Mm-hmm. Let's hope this is a start, like of a bit of a pick me up on him, right? Because yeah, um, well, he got his watch goal of the yeah. season a couple games ago, and then he got this one now. But Pittsburgh. like, since yeah. he got that first goal of the season, got the monkey off his back, like it, he's showing a little bit more step and like a little yeah. bit more confidence. Like I I wouldn't have expected him to shoot the puck from where he was, say before that first goal. Like he wouldn't have had that confidence, but like on this goal in this game, yeah, shooting it was a good from shot. there was yeah, yeah it, really, really, really <laughs> good shot. But like it's not one of those ones that you normally expect to go in, but just throw the puck on the net and goes in sick. Yeah, he was pumped. Like I, I just hope yeah. we see more of that. And then I, I think we'll see that, you know, sixteen goal pace come back that he was on. Um or he got 16 goals last season. I think it was 16. Yeah, um, 16. In a short so I, season. Also. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the Ducks weren't great then either. No. So I think we'll we'll start to see a few more goals from him. Let's hope. Maybe give Terry some run for his money on um, goal scoring leader for the Ducks. But Yeah, that'd be all right. Which, uh, oh, sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm jumping a little bit. It's not even something yeah, on here, but I realized... Um, John Gibb, I'm sorry, I'm going a bit into news and then we'll get oh, to the Chicago game yeah. a little bit here quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Gibson making the all-star team. Yeah. That's fucking great. Um, the, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk. Troy Terry was fucking snubbed. Let me we're going to talk about the all-star game for a bit here, actually, and then we yeah. can go back to Chicago because there's one thing I want to talk about with Chicago. Mm-hmm. Or, or do you want me to talk Chicago first? Tell me what. We're already <laughs> talking all-star game. Okay, sounds let's, good. Let's do that. Okay, I understand maybe the logic behind having John Gibson, right? Because mm-hmm. you look around the rest of the Pacific Division, you're definitely not going to be sending uh, Miko Koskinen or Mike nope. Smith, who's played, what, four games this season? He's been hurt <laughs> yeah. otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's Edmonton. Uh, you're already sending Demko. Uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan Quick would maybe have been your other option. It'd be okay, yeah. For goaltending, right? He's been having a pretty mm-hmm. good season this Mark year. Mark injured, right? That's why he... Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's sounding like he might be having a little bit of something, which is why Johnny Gaudreau is going instead, which that's mm-hmm. not a bad pick either though, by any no, means. No, no, definitely not. Yeah. Too. But I, I just know how good Markstrom was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So, um, oh, I, I had shared yeah. Markstrom's stats as well compared to Gibson and Demko, like the two goalies that are going. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it has to be a behind the scenes thing of, Hey, we're not sure kind of thing and yeah um that's why we don't want like the flames not wanting him to go maybe yeah um but yeah and then what you have grubauer in seattle that's definitely not fucking happening no. um 
you already have uh, Petrangelo and Stone from Vegas going, right? Instead of mm-hmm. Leonard, which... Leonard hasn't been fantastic. He hasn't been season. fantastic, but that would have been a sweet, yeah. sweet one to have, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, who am I missing here? Oh, you're not sending the San Jose goalies, by any means. Or, or the... I guess Coyotes are central now. Never mind. Yeah, yeah so... John Gibson is kind of that last guy, but unfortunately, that mm-hmm. does snub Troy Terry and Trevor Zegras. Right. Yeah. Um. Like listening to the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast, they were talking. They 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 were focusing more on Zegras than they were Terry. Mm-hmm. Um. And which which I agree. They were talking about Terry being the more deserving, maybe. Which yeah. I, I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. Um. Considering the season he's had and stuff like that, well, he's got twenty two mm-hmm. goals on the season right now. Like that's yeah, fucking great. Um. But they were discussing how you know just the the Dishingen goal. That's what I'm calling it, the Dishingen. Mm-hmm. Um, did more for NHL marketing than any marketing team could ever come up with. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. With the All Star Game being for the fans and being like, that's look the kind at, of guy. Look at all the wild shit there, that we're doing at the All Star right? Game. Exactly. Exactly. And I okay. I don't know about you. I am not a fan anymore of the we're gonna send one guy from every team thing because you no. got like who the fuck is even going for LA again? Like it's not and all-star by any means yeah not to, I don't pick, not to pick on la but that's just the first one that came to mind yeah um and i'm sorry about, like nobody from the coyotes deserves to be named to the all-star team this year yeah it's it's clayton keller and like yeah which eh, if you're gonna pick somebody from yeah, the coyotes you're gonna pick clayton with, keller because that's yeah. the only guy that's maybe you know somewhat capable besides yeah. jacob Chick, right? you can't like, tell me that clayton keller gets to go before troy terry and Man, no wonder the sporty show hates us. Like we always just shit on the Coyotes, but <laughs> but like you can't tell okay, me that Keller here, let, deserves let, to go okay, over yeah. Terry and Zegris, just to name two Ducks players. Okay, here we'll we'll, centra- we'll no pun intended centralize that for a second here. Huh. Uh, Clayton Keller doesn't deserve to go more than Nazem Kadri does. No, absolutely by not. any means. No. And I get it. Colorado's already sending two guys, but that's the point of the fucking All Star game. Yeah, fuck. You Send have the, the whole All-Stars. Colorado team to play for the Central. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like <laughs> they're Jesus. they're the best right look now. In the, look in the East, and Steven Stamkos is on the last man in ballot for Tampa Bay. Yeah, Steven Stamkos, who is having another like hell of he has year almost fifty well. points on the season, and Tampa's stupid. played like less than less than forty games. It's exactly. unbelievable. Sidney Crosby's not even, and that might be another thing of like, hey, I don't want to go or that sort of thing. But like Sidney mm-hmm. Crosby's not even listed for the last man in. It's Jake Gensel. Not to yeah. say that Tristan Jari isn't deserving though. No, right? He's, he he's has had, had an All Star fantastic season, yeah. year, and we talked about this, you know, on the last episode because we were talking about the Pittsburgh game. And like, I've you know, I've seen a couple of his games now, right, with the Ducks and. Uh, playing the Flames as well, the one being in person. That guy is more than deserving to go to the All Star game as a goaltender. Absolutely, right. And I'm, I'm not taking that away from Jari, but like, you don't have Sidney Crosby going. Mm-hmm. Like, what the what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. like the the All Star game needs. To, I I understand the idea of the three on three. You make it fun and that sort of thing, and try to make it a bit more fast paced. But like, those guys are just out there for a skate. Like, make it yeah. the five on five again. Oh yeah. Have the full teams and have the guys that are actually deserving of going instead of mm-hmm. trying to do the the push of the like one guy from each team. Yeah. My, and you know you know yeah. if it was the NHL's choice as well for the Pacific Division. Who are you, Okay, if you're the NHL, who are you pandering to this year? In the Pacific? Oh, yeah. you're pan- pandering to Seattle and so Vegas you, because oh, they're your favorite, but So you know so you know who you're sending if you're the NHL and you have the choice of who to send instead of making it a fan vote you're sending mm-hmm. Mark Giordano there yeah which eh 
And I'm a Geo fan. And I'm going, yeah. eh. He's, he's not he's an not all-star this go. season. No. Oh. <laughs> Who did they send from uh, Seattle? Uh, Jordan Eberle. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah that's, He's having that's, a pretty solid season. He's having a solid season. And if you have to pick someone from Seattle. Like, yeah, that's, that's the guy to go with. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this send one guy from each team thing anymore because it mm-hmm. does actually remove the legitimate stars from the game. Yeah, um, They were talking on there, though, that it would be nice, say like the NBA All-Star game, where you still, even if, you know, the all-star guys aren't necessarily on the ice, like, you know, laced up and playing. Mm-hmm. To have guys like Sidney Crosby, or they were they were specifically talking about Trevor Zegras being at the game still, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. being in the atmosphere and everything like that. And they brought up an idea, of, like, you know, if you were to throw uh, Zegras on uh, on a headset during the during the broadcast. Oh, to, like, comment that would be hilarious. That would be fucking hilarious. Oh, man. I'd love yeah. that. And that just makes it more enjoyable for the fans, right? This whole thing is mm-hmm. supposed to be for, it's basically just for fans and sponsors. Otherwise, this thing wouldn't be a thing, right? Yeah. The All-Star game. So make it more enjoyable for the fans by doing stuff like that, right? And mm-hmm. listening to the Steve Dangle podcast uh, as well, um, their host, Adam Wilde, I do like this idea, actually. You can tell me if you don't think so. Um, he likes the idea, especially with Vegas now being in the league, mm-hmm. you have the All-Star game in Vegas every every year because then Mm -hmm. it makes it kind of a destination players will want to go to vegas whether they're playing in the games or not right Mm -hmm. you kind of make you make it this big thing right yeah so yeah i i I know i'm sorry like they're already in vegas and stuff like that but like just vegas remove the team right vegas is obviously a destination place that everybody Mm -hmm. wants to go to yeah right so you make it fun for the players to to want to come and stuff like that and then the Mm -hmm. fans get to enjoy that too so yeah. I do I mean, kind of like the idea. I understand yeah. the idea of like moving it around and that sort of thing, but like mm-hmm. y- you have every other game doing that essentially, right? You still yeah. have the draft, which I know it's it's not the same thing as the all-star game, but just the the fan thing of it, right? And it also would bring it would bring fans into that area, right? So you can still have, you know, representatives from all the teams kind of thing in terms of fans. Because what fan doesn't want to go to Las Vegas, right? Go watch some hockey and then get, go go get fucked up at a casino. Uh, that, that's a great weekend, right? <laughs> like, yeah, for a hockey fan, yeah, it's fantastic. Exactly. So, so like, why why not do that? I I do like the idea. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I I think it's got some merit. I don't want to say that it should always be in Vegas because just to take like the most recent example I can think of in, of St. Louis, like. It was still fun in St. Louis. They did a fantastic job. They brought in um, like the alumni, like Al McInnes, to do the hardest shot, even though yeah. he didn't really. So, like, <laughs> it was cool to see like the how each city or each market franchise, however you want to put it, kind of does the All Star Game in their own style, and then that way you get like the jerseys that are kind of inspired by um, like old St. Louis jerseys. Like those were pretty cool, or like they were music inspired. Anyways, yeah. so um, so that was kind of cool that like they they could kind of do a different theme with it each year, um, but I think there is a point to be made about how fun Vegas is and how mm-hmm. big of a market it is. But I think not everybody is going to enjoy going to Vegas for the All Star Game every year. It's it's kind of cool to move it around. Maybe I mean <laughs> it it seems kind of like weird to do Vegas every couple of years, like Vegas one year somewhere else the next Vegas the next year somewhere else Vegas somewhere else like mm-hmm. I think you would kind of have to pick one but I don't know 
I, I see I see the point, but I yeah. prefer going to different markets. So that's fair. You need to figure out a way to actually have you know the actual stars there. Like, and yeah. Like besides just the going back to the way it was, this was fun mm-hmm. for a little bit, but now it's just it's it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And I, 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 think and the... I know it doesn't always have to appeal to to me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, for like because really, right, they're trying they, to appeal to the yeah the younger hockey fans or the more yeah. casual. But those kids fans. want yeah. to see the actual stars of the game, right? They they want, want to see, see the guys the that they have Crosby's. on the back of their jerseys. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm right? sorry, but so. there's way there's nobody going there that has a um like a Jordan Eberle or there's very few people going there that have a Jordan Eberle Seattle Kraken jersey. Yeah, at least compared to the McDavid jerseys, the Crosby jerseys. Exactly. Sorry, like. I don't know. Not not to say that there's a ton of Troy Terry jerseys outside of Anaheim, but um, yeah, you're right. They do want to go and see the exciting players. So, I let me, my let me my favorite my favorite way that they did the All Star Game was um, when they kind of picked captains for uh, the two teams, and then that was fun. I play, like that. The shit. players actually got to pick because the players know who the All Stars are the, the best. Yeah, like, that's to me that was the best way of doing it. I think my ideal all-star game is like when they do the cutoff for, oh, these are the coaches because these are the top teams in the league. They yeah. have that same cutoff date. They pick the top player from, if you wanted to do the it divisionally, the player with the most points in the Pacific is the captain. The player with the most points in the Central, Atlantic, Metro are the captains of those teams. And then they pick the players from those divisions that they've you know yeah. obviously played I the do, most I, against okay, at that I like, point. I like and the they pick the all-stars. I like the fan vote for the for the captains. I do like that still. That's fine. Uh, yeah, you could do it that way too. I, don't, I mean, you're I don't kind know. of at the point where trying it is to come being, up with a way to like yeah. this is your captain. So and yeah. kind of give something for not that it, <laughs> players need an incentive yeah. to score more points, but it almost does sort of incentivize the yeah. let, let's and get I, as many points as we can and rack them up. Sort of. Yeah, thing. and I mean it is kind of the same guys at this point being the captains, at, like for the, with the fan vote and stuff like that. But you know yeah, that's exactly. who. But that's who the fans want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah. So here. So for the uh, for the Pacific Division, um, representing Edmonton is Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. No shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Seattle Kraken is Jordan Eberle. Uh, the Calgary Flames is Johnny Gaudreau. The LA Kings is Adrian Kempe. To be fair, he's had a pretty good season. He's had a like, good what... season, but is it an All Star game season? Right. Um, I I don't not know to, how many not to shit on had, the Kings, but... but like, yeah. I mean, um, San yeah. Jose, you got Timo Meyer going, right? Like, there, there's he's other also guys had a good could, season. He's had so. a good season, but there's other guys from San Jose even that you could have picked instead. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kempe only has 24 points in 38 games. I thought he had a lot. Yeah. More what than the that. <laughs> That's not an all star guy. That's just somebody to represent the Kings. That's all it is. Like, yeah. No, which is the issue. Yeah. Fuck you, uh, spell Meyer. Never mind. Uh, M E I E R. Yeah, we're good. I uh, tried. Two eyes. And <laughs> uh, you got Mark Stone and Alex Petrangelo from Vegas. Um, John Gibson from Anaheim and Thatcher Demko from Vancouver being the goaltenders. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, just because, uh, oh, sorry. Um, let's go LA Kings leaders. Um, I just want to see where Kempe ranks like with the Kings because, um, <laughs> Yeah, why not send Kopitar? 34 points in 38 right? games? Why are you sending Kempe? Jesus. Exactly. Um, Timo Meyer has 40 points in 
34 games. So I would okay, consider that's, that. Okay, for, that works then. Yeah, I'd consider that an all-star level. But I mean, like, works. why not Logan Couture? Yeah. Brent Burns is ha- having an okay season, I think. I don't know. Like, Yeah. But like, in addition to, to Meyer. Not saying Meyer doesn't deserve to go. But, um, but yeah. I don't know. Look, just to tie it back to Troy Terry some more here. Like, I, I know he's on the last man in ballot, which I actually have to submit because I did it the first day it came out and I haven't done it since. Um, <laughs> Vote for Troy but, Terry. Yeah, exactly. And I think out of all the... On, I honestly think out of all the players that are on the last man in ballot, he is Troy Terry deserves to go yeah. the most out of those guys. So I, I get that it's like... It gives the fans a little bit more um, engagement and then... Like, oh, you get to pick the captain and the the last guy in. Like, let's see kind of yeah. where the range is. But I don't know. I don't like leaving it up to chance necessarily because then you just get, like, whoever has the most fans that vote. So, like, in um, whatever division the Leafs are in, like, it's going to be the Leafs last the man in that gets in. Atlantic, thank you. That's the one I'm not too sure about because you have... Uh, John Tavares is the last man in for Toronto, but Steven Stamkos is the last man. Oh, in that's for the Tampa other one. Oh, division. I guess yeah. I, I think it actually that you get that one goes to Stamkos. I, I think it should go to Stamkos, but I'm just hey, saying. Sorry, we so fucked many up league. your Olympics again. Yeah, uh, here's an all star as a last man in. Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying like that. There's so many Leafs fans that it's almost guaranteed that Tavares is going to get in. Yeah. at that point. So I don't know. And like same with the Pacific, like. I think there's more I think there's more Edmonton and Calgary fans than there are for any of the California teams. I think that yeah. Anaheim maybe has the least amount of fans out of the California teams. Pa- very passionate fans, but Oh yeah. I, I meeting a Ducks fan is very rare. Like you're yeah. going to meet a Kings fan before you you meet a Ducks fan. So like yeah. it, it just kind of puts you at the disadvantage. Like if I w- wasn't, you know, mostly a Ducks fan, I'll say at this point, I wouldn't be voting Troy Terry in. <laughs> like, I, I would be voting whoever the Oilers' last man in is. I don't even know. It's probably Nuge. Do you know? Uh, I th- if I'm not mistaken, it's actually Darnell Nurse. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Also, Nuge is injured because I'm an idiot and forgot about that. You're right. It is Nurse. Is it? I, yeah. I honestly just pulled that off the top of my head. Was I right about that? Yeah. No, I, I remember seeing it now. But like, Yeah, it is Darnell Nurse. <laughs> yeah. No, it, if, if the Ducks weren't Sorry to say, my number two team, or you know, very yeah. it's a very close. It's Oilers yeah. Ducks, especially with how the Oilers <laughs> are doing right now. But um, how the Oilers have been doing for the last fifteen years, you mean? Well, yeah, but <laughs> um, not here to talk about you know all of my uh, <laughs> mental health issues the Oilers have given me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I would be voting Darnell Nurse over Troy Terry, but because I have watched Troy Terry this season and last season and the season before that, I'm like, okay, no, Troy Terry deserves to go more than. Darnell Nurse and whoever the other guys are. So yeah, but not many people vote that way. They vote their favorite team. So yeah, and like and taking a look at uh, like the Atlantic is another one where it's like guys are being left off to like last man in or that sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, where other guys are just there to represent their teams, right? Like, like are you really telling me that Steven Stamkos shouldn't be there, but Nick Suzuki should? That's not to take away from Nick Suzuki. He's having a decent season as well, but like. But not a Steven Stamkos season. No, not a Steven the dude Stamkos has almost, season. The dude has almost 50 points in like 30-some games. Exactly. Like, or or Rasmus, Rasmus Dahlin deserves to be there more than Alexander Barkov. Yeah, no. Like, like no. Or yeah, even it, John Tavares. 
who's got well, I yeah. think 35 points at this like right now. Like Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's a joke, honestly. Yeah. It is. Um so if you like send the actual stars there for the fun weekend. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so, the point we're trying that, to make. That's, <laughs> otherwise, then you get to that point of, you know, you got guys like Ovechkin um who, you know, don't want to go kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or you would you would guess by Adrian Kembe going, like guys like Anze Kopitar don't want to go, right? They'd rather take the week off. Yeah. Or the weekend off, right? Mm-hmm. So like you got to make it fun for them again, right? Yeah. Which in turn will make it more fun for the fans. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I do want to talk more. I have a couple other points about the All-Star game, but just looking at the time and we have a few other We have things, not so taken a break. We'll, <laughs> and we have not taken a break. So, but yeah. I think oh. because we're still a, a, a little bit away from the All-Star game, um, we'll, we'll maybe shelf the conversation for another sure. time. So we'll make some <laughs> notes. But um, yeah, let's take a quick break, uh, wrap up the Chicago game on the other side, and then uh, power through the rest of the notes we have on the podcast here. <laughs> Sounds good. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I just want to leave this. Yes. Here. Hashtag, Hashtag Troy, Terry is, Troy very Terry is very good. Just Did we actually have that in sync? I'd be curious to listen back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounded off for me. So I don't but know. But it sounded off for Yeah, I don't know. That's the, that's the weird that's, delay thing. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> there's just like a very, very slight delay. Yeah. We'll, I'll listen yeah. back on it. So, um, but yeah. Also, I just want to let everyone know that um, Alex Ovechkin is now just 10 goals behind Yarmer Yager. Uh, or tying Yarmer Yager for third on the all-time goals list. So that bad will not stop. No. It is a it is a question of when at this point. It's not a question of if. It's when. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. When. Yeah. Especially with a five-year contract. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Five. Like five years is really what he needs to do. It. He was basically just like, uh, forty goals a season. Maybe throwing a fifty in there, and yeah. you know, carry the one, and now nah, give me five years. Yeah. And then I, I guarantee Washington, he's gonna. Yep. There you go. I, I guarantee last game of the season or of his like of the regular season, he's going to score that 890, yeah, 95th goal. And then, you know, stick salute at center ice, just fucking walk to the dressing room, never play a game again. Just fuck is, off to is it northern Russia. Is it 895? It is. Yeah. That just makes me question, though. If you're that close, do you go to 900? 
Do you go to 1,000? Oh, dude, are you serious? He's going to... Uh, that's why I don't know. Two, don't three know more years. If, if, again, if he were to continue on a similar pace, that's only two or three more years. Oh, yeah. I was thinking 800 to 1,000. I was like, do you think he can score 200 goals in two to three years? No, it's like but 100. 100. Oh, yeah. It, I guess it really depends. Is like Alex Ovechkin going to be the new Yarmer Yager where he just won't quit? <laughs> like you said, it's a question of when. So I think yeah. if, if the when is, you know, in, a, in the fourth-ish year of that contract, then maybe you finish it out. Do one year deals till you hit the one thousand. Yeah, Gee, that, could you imagine a thousand goals in the hits, NHL? If he hits the one thousand, he could, you know, do what he was joking that he would do, and he he would just skate off and just oh, yeah. never step foot on the ice again. That's okay absolutely, yeah, dude. I wouldn't even blame him if he like scores a thousand goals, skates to center ice, and just like gets naked. Like you can do whatever yeah. the fuck he wants <laughs> at that point. Like pops a bottle of champagne. Like fuck yeah, it. seriously, yeah. Go for like, it. if you score a thousand goals in the NHL in your career, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't. Yeah. What? Literally, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like he could, he could rob a bank, and I'd be like, you know what? That guy deserves it. Not that he needs to, with <laughs> however many millions of dollars he has. But yeah. Oh man. Anyways, um, <laughs> back to the Chicago uh, game, the three nothing loss yeah, here. We can go through this one pretty quickly. I, I got so. three points here. Okay. So basically, I just had like the defense looked better. The mm-hmm. oh, like the offense just got goalied. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Mark Andre Fleury played great mm-hmm. last night. Seventieth career yeah. shutout. Congrats to him. Yeah. And I'm trying not to be biased on that one too. Seriously, yeah. I'm trying not to be biased on like how great he played as well because he's my favorite goalie kind of thing, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he just he played great, and we got goalied. We had like thirty yeah. some shots. 37 yeah. shots against like mm-hmm. and we, and we had, had some good, good chances, chances too yeah yeah um wow we're like so in sync uh, so in sync but uh <laughs> yeah it really just came down to bad puck luck i think right where mm-hmm. like we had chances like like both chances where we nearly scored like it was like on the line for the one yeah and it just goes back the other way and we get scored on right it was just it was mm-hmm. just bad puck luck really is what last night's game was but like it yeah. wasn't a bad game by any means it was still enjoyable mm-hmm. to watch i thought the Ducks played well, especially a hell of a lot better than Minnesota, which oh, is yeah. also, which I was a little surprised about because this was the second half of, of a back-to-back, right? Mm-hmm. And Lucas Dostal looked great. So oh, yeah. this was, mm-hmm. you know, his second NHL start. And I was I was able to watch him a little bit more for this game. I was specifically trying to watch him a bit more for this. Yeah. Um, and I like what I see, right? Um, you know, he he challenges hard, which I absolutely love. He's one of those guys that like will come away. He comes out very far, to. yeah, yeah. But he knows when not to at the same time, mm-hmm. but like already. Yeah. No, um, even just, just like even just on the rush, like he is, yeah. he is at the top of the crease. Some like yeah, sometimes even pass, like he is. Out oh, he there. comes well out, yeah, yeah. Um, but he has, but he gets nice, back and he gets across like quite nicely. I really yeah, like he has that, that nice so. balance, uh, balance of athleticism and positioning, right? So on it, mm-hmm. honestly, this. I, it, we have two games and a and a throw in there against Minnesota, right? Yeah. But I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. I'm wondering if mm-hmm. we need Stellars next year if we want to bring up Dostal. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we got obviously we're still. gonna get we we're gonna get still, a lot but... more looks at at Dostal with uh, Stellars now being put on in COVID protocol and yeah. Um, 
yeah, Gibson. Uh, Gibson should be back soon. Like he could have come back, I think, at earliest on the Friday. Um, obviously, he's still dealing with symptoms, so can't come back quite yet. But our next jumping ahead again, our next game's not till Wednesday, so he could be back by then. Yeah. Dostal still backs up, but um, but if Eric's, not, yeah, Erickson Dostal is, is the starter. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like we're, we're still going to get a chance to see some more Dostal as the the season goes, yeah. and I think he's deserved to um, get a few more starts. Not that you want to. Obviously, you're not taking out Gibson, and not that Stellars is going to be out, but I, I think we got to give a few more games to Dostal just yep. while he's up and while he's playing well. So might as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't really have anything to add. I already. Yeah, that's pretty much about I Josh add, Manson. So, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, we're good there. So, okay. Um, where do you want to go from here? Do you want to do some more uh, trade talks, or you want to talk about the Ducks' halfway point of the season? Uh, let's talk about the halfway point. I think at this point. Um, okay. Oh, excuse me. Jesus. Seven blessings to you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, unless you want to talk about this trade idea quick. Um, uh, well, let's talk about the, the okay. halfway point for now. So, yeah, Ducks are at their uh, halfway point of the season, um, playing 41 games. So uh, most most of the rest of the league is not. They're like mid to late 30s. But So they're getting close. So it's not really the halfway point of the season, but halfway point of the Ducks season. So we're going to do some comparisons on uh, uh, our division predictions here. So I really hope if uh, that when you go to the NHL website, you can sort by points percentage, because I think that's a better way of doing this than points at this point. Yeah, um, just because every every team is so wild for this point. Yeah. Uh, division? Oh, yeah, you can. Okay, just not on the app. Okay, cool. So... Um, Looking at the top three of the Atlantic, we had Toronto, um, Tampa Bay, and Florida in some position. Some capacity. Some capacity <laughs> we, of the top three. We got three. that. Yeah, we Woo! got that. Yeah. Um, Let's go. So we'll, we'll say we're good there. Um, I had the Bruins fourth. Bruins are fourth. You had the Bruins fourth as well. Um, we had the Canadians fifth. Obviously, that didn't happen. Whoops. Um, Canadians <laughs> way below the Sabres. We both had the Sabres at the bottom, so we're good there. Ottawa and Detroit somewhere, you know, in the sixth range. Well, yeah, Ottawa's sixth. So really, really, you just swap the Red Wings and Canadians, and it's it actually looks pretty close for the Atlantic. We did pretty well there. Look at us go. Yeah. Um, go to the Metro here. Um, I had Islanders, Hurricanes, Capitals. You had Islanders, Capitals, Hurricanes. It's actually Hurricanes, Rangers, Capitals, so we just got the wrong New York team, really. Yeah. Uh, we both had Rangers four, though. They're currently second in points percentage. Okay, so not far off again. Yeah. Um, I had Pittsburgh five. You had them six. They're fourth. Um, <laughs> Blue Jackets are fifth in the division in points percentage. Jesus. Yeah, and we both had them at the bottom, so. Okay. Off there. You were, you, or no, I had the Flyers in seventh, and that's where they yeah. are. So, yeah. Overall, not bad. We had the we kind of had the top four, yeah, top four or five for the most there, part. So. Um, moving on to the central, Avalanche are currently number one. We got that one. Minnesota number two got that one. Uh, Nashville at number three. We both had them seventh. So oh, <laughs> very surprised. Uh, Sorry, to see Seattle up there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, but Na- Nashville's coming out of nowhere. What's that? I thought you said Seattle. <laughs> Oh, Seattle, no. Nope. no. We're not even in that division yet. Calm down. No, that's, um, that's what I thought you said. I was like, wait a second. Oh, gotcha. 
I had the Jets third. You had them fourth. They are fifth. So not yeah. great there, but they're 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 still in the mix for sure. Yeah. Um, I had the Blackhawks fifth. You had them third. That did not age well with them being seventh. No, which is essentially good for well, last they are in the division. Back, but they are coming back. That's true. Yeah, they beat Maybe. us. So <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I had the Stars fourth. You had them sixth. They're actually sixth. St. Louis uh, fourth. Where did I have them? Sixth. You had them fifth. So not great. But yeah. um, And then Arizona last. Is Any prediction that <laughs> had the Arizona <laughs> Coyotes not last is should not be taken seriously. So yeah. Okay, now to the Pacific, the one we actually care about. I'm going to um, laugh if this is the one we fuck up the most. I don't even remember our predictions right now. Yeah. We both had Vegas number one. They have actually taken over that number one spot, even though they weren't there for a long time. Yeah. Um, I had the Kraken last, which they are currently last. You had them fifth. Um, the Ducks are fourth in terms of points percentage. We both had them seventh. So not looking too great. Um, That's the, not a bad thing that we didn't predict that right so far, though. Yeah, exactly. Not mad about it. Yeah. Uh, we had the Oilers and Flames two and three. Well, I had them two and three. You had them uh, three and two. Flames ahead. Yeah, it, um, it really could have gone either way. Yeah, Flames are currently in third. So point point Carter. Not that I'm happy about it. Um, <laughs> Edmonton is fifth. Uh, so I, I mean, we didn't expect them to be that bad. We expected them a little better there, but. Uh, Canucks, I had fourth. You had them sixth. They are seventh. They're still seventh, even though they went on, like, what, a 10-game yeah, win streak? they like, were that bad beforehand. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a tough look. Yeah. Three-game losing streak for them right now, though, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you had the Kings fourth. I had them fifth. They are second. So, Kings coming in, in hot. Yeah. I think that's all the teams. We were kind of all over the place. Yep. Um, really, I Our own the top and the, is the one that yeah. we're like everywhere. Well, yeah, I had the top and the bottom. Everything in between is is all fucky. <laughs> um, you had the top, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had the oh, Can- Canucks and the Sharks heard. down there. They they yeah. are down there. They're just not um, sixth and eighth like you yeah. have them. So not bad. We're overall we should be taken somewhat seriously. We we had a few things there. Yeah. We had some of the I, obvious ones, I, I guess. We kind of know our hockey. Just we're a little bit. We're going to go. Yeah. I, uh, I don't remember any of the other kind of hot takes we had for the season, but um, we have uh, one of the ones we had was who's worse, Coyotes or Sabres? Uh, the right answer is both of them are awful. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the Canadians are worse, I think. Oh, they are. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that's, uh, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, the, the bottom five, <laughs> bottom five in the NHL goes Buffalo at twenty eight, Ottawa, Seattle, Arizona, and Montreal at thirty two. You got to mm. think at this point, Montreal's like can't just go for Shane Wright. Yeah, like don't even try <laughs> at this point because because no. also imagine picking first overall for a guy like Shane Wright in Montreal this year because that's yeah. where the draft is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting the first overall Perfect. pick, hundred percent. Like. I know that they say that the NHL draft isn't rigged, but come on. There's a lot of very convenient things that happen. I mean, Arizona's right there, too. Yeah. They are trying their damnedest to keep them in Arizona right now. 
that's yeah that's very true so yeah but i don't know i really don't know i don't know <laughs> I, I mean the number two pick is going to be good whoever that is as well so yeah but no shane right we also uh predicted calder winner i remember saying caulfield um uh, followed by Z- uh, which well. sorry that's not happening um oh. I, I did say zegris would be in the mix he's definitely in the mix now oh, yeah i mean you said the same thing as well yeah like, that's kind of again the obvious pick there but um no one really talked about raymond so no i think he just kind of surprised a few people maybe outside of detroit so yeah as, yeah aside from the people that really not a name that was really so. on our radar yeah yeah so um yeah, we have an other hot takes here on our old outline. I don't know what those would have been, but they were probably stupid. Yeah. So I feel like one was like I was I had said Boston wasn't gonna make the playoffs even though they were in fourth. I think I said it was Atlantic teams were gonna take it. Oh, maybe. Or yeah, Metro teams. Yeah. Yeah, you, you just got like this, you know, weird I think, I think that was the, the one Penguins I had. and the Bruins. So yeah. <laughs> Which uh Penguins and Bruins are wild card one and two right now. So I don't get everything right, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! All right. So yeah, that's that. Um, just a little recap there. Basically, Ducks have pleasantly surprised us. I guess we can talk quickly about, um, I guess where the Ducks would normally, or kind of we can if they go on the same pace where they would be here. So, um, with the Ducks uh, having forty-five points in their forty-one games, if they continue on the same pace of a uh, five forty-nine points percentage, that puts them at ninety points. Which normally is a you know good to make the playoffs, especially in the NHL's weakest division. I think they they should make it at that point. I'm just pulling up on Money Puck the chances to make the playoffs here. Yeah, playoffs. yeah, that would be good. Um, I mean, like obviously, and uh, LA and Calgary have quite a few games in hand, and like LA has 45 points, and they have three games in hand. Yeah. Um, Yes, Calgary is five points back, but they have seven games in hand. So yeah, uh, the Anaheim Ducks currently have a twenty-five point four percent chance of making the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's not bad odds. To what you said, we were fourth, right? Yeah, for points mm-hmm. percentage. Okay, yeah. compare that to Calgary. It was at eighty-three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you put that in perspective, there. What about LA? I'm curious about LA. Uh, sixty-eight point seven. Okay. Yeah. So, and I was was sorry. What'd you say? Forty. Twenty-five point four. Oh, twenty-five. Oh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> we got we we, we got, got some work, work to, do. to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Where? How do we? Oh, stats. That's what I want. Um. And then just. Very, very briefly, because I know we're going long here, just to talk about projected points here. Um, obviously, everybody's played a different number of games, being out with COVID and other injuries and stuff. But um, if we just do the easy math here and multiply everyone's points by two, um, Troy Terry currently at 36 points, so should finish the season with 72 points. I like that. Not mad about that. And, 44, <laughs> and 44 goals. Like I said, when was the last time Ducks had a... 40 goal scorer. I think we figured out it was oh was it, like was it the 05? No, it's was it 13? 13. Was it it Perry. wasn't that far back? Yeah. yeah. Um wasn't that Zegr- far back. That's still like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um Trevor Zegris in 35 games played has 29 points, so should finish with 58. 
just shy of 30 there. Yeah. Um, Carter, let's put it this way. The last time that the Ducks had a 40-goal season, we, we were, were in high grade, school. We were in grade 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, if that puts it in a bit more perspective for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Ryan not a great Get- perspective, but it's perspective. Yeah. Ryan Getzlaff, 33 games played, 22 assists. Again, just doing the simple math, should finish with 44 assists. Nice. Like, not mad about that. He has 24 like points, so like... Fuck! If Getzlaff hits fifty points, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> happy great. camper. Yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so, um, all right, we totally skipped over Milano as well. Should finish with around fifty points. He's on the same Sweet. pace. So, yeah, I like it. So, yeah, I mean, we should have a lot of good guys. Uh, you know, set some career highs in their very young seasons, and yeah. um, yeah, the future looks bright. That's all. All we keep saying, like, yes, this might season, this season might turn into a dumpster fire, but things yeah. are looking. Sunny in Anaheim here. So there you go. All right. Um, okay. What else we got to talk about here? Um, I, I did promise Marcus we would talk about this uh, this All trade right. suggestion here. So we we talked about it in quite quite in detail last time. So we don't have to spend a ton of time. But um, Marcus in a YouTube comment, we uh, I posted the video here of um, our, our discussion on trading for Jacob Trickren from our last episode on YouTube and. Uh, and Marcus, regular tuner in of our live streams, uh, put a comment on here, which you guys can also do. And um, if it's not stupid, we'll read it on the air like, I, <laughs> like we're going to do with Marcus's here. So he says, deal or no deal? To Anaheim, Jacob Chikrin. That's it. Um, to Arizona, the 2022 first round pick, Sash- Sasha Pastujov, Sam Steele, and Anthony Stolarz. From a Ducks perspective, deal or no deal for this one? I'd be okay with that. Passage is a great prospect, but you're going to have to give up one to get Chickering anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Steel, yeah, okay. Stellars, we're at, we have a year mm-hmm. left of him anyways. Um, from a Ducks perspective, I'd be okay with it. Anaheim's, mm-hmm. or sorry, Arizona's not taking that though, unfortunately. No, yeah, there's no way. Like, yes, yeah. like you said, Passage job is going to be a great player sam Steele, i think you could just use a change of scenery at this point like we've developed him all right but i just don't see a fit in this organization and with the rebuilding coyotes like give him this nice young player that can play in the nhl and can kind of be flashy like i think you could play well with clayton keller and uh, and those guys but pastor job is another player for them to be excited for stellars yes they need a backup goalie um the first is going to be nice but like the issue I think that Sporty and Cor- Sporty brought up with Corey and Richie, <laughs> I was going to say Sporty and Corey. <laughs> <laughs> the issue that Corey and Richie brought up is, is that they're not getting a defenseman back in this deal. Yeah. And Jacob Chikrin is the defenseman that they need. It's the re- He's basically the reason people still go to Coyotes games at this point. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like we have to give him a defenseman in this deal back. And yeah. I think that is the main reason that um, Arizona doesn't take this deal. So... I think, I think honestly, you take out Pastujov and you put in like a just a solid depth defenseman. Like, yeah, it. I I don't want to say Lindholm, but like a guy like Lindholm that like yes, we could replace, and but he can play in the NHL in a not to the level of Jacob Chikrin, but 
he's going to be a staple of your your roster. Yeah, exactly. I, I think at that point, then you, you see some talks. So, yeah, I don't know. Good starting right. point, Marcus. Yeah, is I agree with it. What yeah. I have to say. So, yeah, but not uh not there for Arizona again from the Ducks' perspective. Yeah. We take that all day. So, uh, okay. Um, let's take a quick break. Um, again, we'll talk upcoming game and uh, some what's quacking here, and then um, that'll be it. He's my brother, Mike. He's my brother, Matt. And we are the Brothers of Discussion, hosting Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a hope. We are here to be your audible Earl Grey, to bring joy, placidity, and perspective to one of the roughest eras of Red Wing history. Check us out every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. And check us out live every Wednesday and Sunday for Red Wings reactions and live conversations with you on our YouTube channel, The Brothers of Discussion. Okay, um... Not looking good for upcoming games. (laughs) Um... (laughs) With uh, playing Colorado on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Oh. Pacific time. So just uh We like to play good be... against them, though. We That's like true. to play good yeah. against them, so maybe. Mm. Just a heads up, we are going to be postponing our live stream that usually goes on at 7 Pacific to be after the game. will be about 10 minutes after uh, the uh, final horn goes at the end of the third or at the end of overtime or shootout if we're uh, feeling brave. <laughs> lucky. <laughs> lucky, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not looking good. We do play Tampa Bay later in, on in the week, I think Friday as well. So we got a tough couple of home games coming up. But um, but yeah, you're right. We uh, we do tend to show up for Colorado. Hopefully we'll have Gibson back at that point. Yeah. Maybe Terry as well. That'll be nice. So we should yeah, see I don't what know. happens. What, yeah. What, what do you think? Do you think, like, I don't know what to think. <laughs> it, I, I think it just depends, honestly, on who we get back. If we're at like mostly full strength, sure we got a chance. But otherwise, I'm not feeling too confident, honestly. Yeah, especially with the state of the defense. Like, obviously, we're not going to get yeah. Fowler back. Um, our other defenseman um, that are that's out. Oh yeah, Mahura. I mean, yeah, really, we're just missing Fowler. So, man, you take Fowler off of our out of our defense, and it looks tough, honestly. I guess Benoit is out as well. He usually fills in on, in the third pairing with yeah, uh, where Jacob Larson is, and and yeah, he's been solid. Rough. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I think missing Fowler really showed in in the game against Chicago. Yeah, it I'm, did. Like we <laughs> we desperately need Fowler. <laughs> so yeah, um, that makes me want to kind of go back on what I said about you know throwing. Lindholm in for a trade with <laughs> yes we're getting Chikrin but like I think we also need Lindholm quite badly as well yeah like could you imagine a top four of um, Fowler Chikrin Lindholm Drysdale that's solid I love that you put Shattenkirk and Manson Mahura Gooley whoever the fuck you want to throw in as that sixth guy like no issues with that yeah not to be good with that yeah <laughs> but you take Fowler out of the roster we have right now and yes yeah yeah. And with how offensive Colorado is, like, what, like, aren't they somewhere, like, they're just shy of, like, five goals a game or something like that? Over something the like that. I, and again, I'm going to bring up Nazem Kadri again. Uh, this is a 
our defense is going against a guy who is currently snubbed of an all-star position who is on pace for, I believe, 130 points. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's come out <laughs> that of doesn't nowhere. doesn't look good. No. And and we're talking about Nazem Kadri here. Like, that, yeah, that's not Nathan like, McKinnon. Maybe that's the, not Gable Hedgeskog. That's the, not Kale McCarr. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nazem Kadri is the fifth best player on that team. And he's yeah. on pace for 130 goddamn <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, man. Like... I'm just going to curl up into a ball and cry. <laughs> like you said, we usually show up for this game against Colorado because yeah. we know we got to put 150% into this game. But you look at the roster and we're just going to, like, our bottom six is going to bleed chances. Yeah. And even our top line, like, Raquel, Getzlaff, and Carrick, as that's not our top line, but that's a top six line. I'm sorry. You put that up against McKinnon, Rantanen, and... I think is it Kadri on that line or is Kadri with Rantanen on the second line? Doesn't doesn't fucking doesn't matter. matter. You put it up against any one of those <laughs> lines, yeah. like that's <laughs> not a fun time. That's gonna bleed chances. And then, yeah, like Comtois, Zegers, Letary as the other line. That's a that's a young line. Got potential. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Top top line: Landeskog, McKinnon, Rantanen. There's nothing you can do there. Nikushkin, Kadri, Burakovsky. Sorry, there's nothing you can do there either. <laughs> and then Comfer, Newhook, uh, Obey Kubel, I believe is how it's pronounced, as your third line. That's a fast line. Uh, our third line's not going to do anything against that. Curtis McDermott, Tyson Jost, Logan O'Connor. That's, a, that's another heavy fourth line, but our fourth line's not going to be able to you know, generate any chances against them. Then you yeah. talk defense, Taves and Makar. Uh, <laughs> like, no. No. Jack Johnson, Samuel <laughs> Gerard, Ryan Murray, Eric Johnson. No. Like, that's... No. <laughs> and then, I'm not even going to talk about the power play. Everyone knows what that power play is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, we're going to show up, but with how depleted our roster is right now, this is going to be probably, like, let's say a 5-1 game. Yeah, if we're lucky. Maybe, if we're lucky. <laughs> if Like like I said, if we put it 150% has the potential in. To be bad, but it has the potential to be all right as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, like, I'm, we're just telling it as it is or as yeah. it is. Shout out to uh, Griffin there over go. there on that podcast. So it's well, in, in, yeah, instead of dwelling on the possible probables in a few days, uh, you, you want to hear about Drake a little bit? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> All I feel like this has been like one of our more negative episodes. It's like not even intended to be. Uh, in in a long a time. Yeah. Also, just before we get into that, sorry. We've, at the beginning of the season, we were like, Ducks, seventh place in division. Anything yeah. else is a <laughs> pleasant surprise. We've been wrong a lot this season about where yeah. the Ducks are going to be. And in all the ways, we were like, Comtois is our only hope. He was awful. And then Zegris <laughs> and Terry come out and they're like, hey, you forgot about us. Again, Guess pleasant last surprise. Slack and he's got 30 points or something like that. Whatever so, it was. <laughs> yeah. I think that we are... We're kind of like the anti-ducks, well, anti-ducks almost, you know? Like, we're like, ducks are going to, like, this is how this is going to go against the ducks. And then the, the exact opposite happens. So, yeah. by me saying 5-1 ducks loss, it's actually probably going to be like a 7 nothing ducks win. Knock on wood. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right. Just saying. I still think it's, I'm still saying, for the record, for, you know, the hockey gods up there, 5-1 um, ducks loss. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. What's quacking? All right, so this is coming from uh, Paper Magazine here that Drake may be in some legal trouble because of some hot sauce. 
Uh, (laughs) So according to a gossip account called Too Much Hot Tea, the rapper hooked up with an unnamed Instagram model a while uh, a few weeks ago. And after they they went to a party, they went back to his place, uh, smoked some weed and had sex. First of and, all, first of all, nice for Drake, you know, getting yeah. uh, <laughs> getting, get, some. getting some from an Instagram model. Nice for unnamed Instagram model, you know, being able to uh, reel in Drake. Like, hold just, on now, hold on now, though. High five all around. The okay. uh, model though had some uh, ulterior motives though, uh, where she went into the bathroom after, took the condom that Drake had disposed of, oh, and tried no. to impregnate herself. However, though, Drake has this thing that he does, apparently. that's There was rumors about it, and now it's really coming out, though. Oh, no. You said hot sauce when we started this. I know where this is going. He will put hot sauce into his condoms after, you know, he's done. So that it kind of prevents this. Mm-hmm. And so this girl, though, apparently not realizing there was hot sauce in it, though, tries to impregnate herself, and everything in the lower region is burning. And she is That's now, funny. <laughs> and, she, and she is now threatening to sue him. Okay, hold up. <laughs> you can't. No, he <laughs> took his baby no. batter that he was like, "I'm putting a safeguard on this," and is threatening to sue him. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that is that is a very smart move by Drake. By Drake. Yeah, yeah. that's a great move. <laughs> yeah. The, um. Second of all. I have a question. I'll try to answer. <laughs> Where does he keep the hot sauce? He's probably got like a holster or something like that. It's like grade A leather. <laughs> yeah, but like you don't notice that. He's, like, the, when he's you, the guy who's like yeah, from like does he the, keep, does like he keep it on Red commercials? He's like <laughs> he's like that guy who's just got the holster of it and he just puts hot sauce on everything, right? And he's yeah. just like, yeah, and then you know what? I'm going to throw it into this condom too. <laughs> I would have two bottles of hot sauce if I was Drake. You have <laughs> you have the one that you carry around with you to like restaurants and, and stuff, and you for, have the one yeah. that you you put inside of the the condoms. But yeah, um, but so, I, I mean, I was thinking he just you know puts it in his you know natural carrying bag. You yeah, know, we're talking like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way up um, there. So. It seems as though Drake has actually responded to this allegation or rumor coming out, though, uh, with a post that said, you can have your 15 minutes of fame. I'll take the other 23 hours and 45 minutes. (laughs) That's fire. I hope he puts that line in a song. Not that I listen to Drake, but if he did, I would listen to whatever song that is. Please tell me that was intentional. That's fire. Uh, It wasn't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So leading off with this, though, uh, you and I are big fans of uh, Joe Sanagato, and he had oh, yeah. a reaction to this as well, oh, which no I think I think he kind of clarifies, or he can just do the talking for us, I think, because it was kind of the same things that went through uh, through my head as well. So okay. uh, I'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull this up here. Yeah. For everyone not familiar, this is the Idiots of the Internet and People of Walmart guy. So Yeah, and it's fantastic. So... I know the story about Drake putting hot sauce in his condom is kind of old now, but I just don't think we've highlighted enough how crazy this woman might be. Like, can we go over this for a second? Like, this psychotic woman went to Drake's house, had sex with him, 
and had a plan in her head like, I'm going to fish out the used condom and then shove it up inside me to try and get pregnant. As crazy as that is, that's not even the tip of the iceberg here. She claims afterwards that there was hot sauce in the used condom and now she's like suing him because she put it inside her and then it like caused burning or whatever. And we're all sitting here just like laughing at that. Do you guys realize what had to happen for that to happen? Guys, hot sauce is most of the time red or bright orange and or green. So that means this woman walked up to a used condom that had either green or a bright red or orange color in it and was like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, and then put it in. Like, what did she, and she was like, oh, he might be bleeding and coming at the same time. What What did you think <laughs> happened in there? Green? What do you think, what is he, Shrek? No, 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 but the smell. Hot sauce has a smell and it's very pungent. What did you think? You think Drake's cum smells like Tapadillo? Is no one scared? I'm scared. I mean, to be fair, if I'm, <laughs> if I was, I ever needed to be in the situation where I'm pulling a used condom out of the trash, I am not smelling it. That's, that's not my first thought. That's fair. But even then, you know, I don't even think you had to put your nose up to it. Hot sauce has a very prominent smell. I guess. Yeah. yeah. More prominent than, as you put it, baby batter. Yeah, 100%. And the, just the general, you know, post-sex so. stank. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I've been, like, on a... I'm not normally, like, a hot food kind of guy, but I've been throwing, like, Cajun spice and, like, chili sauce and that on, like, all my chicken and rice this week. I think I'm going to have to take a break from that now, though, after uh, this news. <laughs> <laughs> just No. Can't do it. Just can't, so. <laughs> like you just associate hot sauce with bear, with with Drake's baby batter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. But it is uh, what it is now. So yeah. I uh just speaking in general, I always find it weird when like people are like, yeah, like I you know, or like I'm worried about people, you know, taking my used condom and then like trying to impregnate themselves with it. Like yeah. I've never had that worry, but just like in general people having that worry i'm like how do you how does one go about doing that like do you go like do you take it to the bathroom and then like do, okay like, i'm just, I'm just do gonna a stop you there no i'm just and, like, stop you there does, no 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 i just you're not going down this road today <laughs> i i just want people to think about the logistics and you can dm me please the logistics at please carter don't. underscore pots p-o-t-t-s <laughs> underscore 97 because logistically i just can't <laughs> Figure it out. Like, yeah, I agree. We shouldn't discuss this. I think uh, we've already kind of pushed the line here of yeah. what we can we, we can talk about or what we're this, comfortable this, talking about. But. Is this back-to-back -back episodes now of, like, you making me feel uncomfortable and me wanting to stop the show? <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't even remember what happened last time. <laughs> it was the but... Kodak Black stuff last oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you shouldn't bring people having sex to what's quacking. It's <laughs> this, entertaining. Honestly, this is <laughs> it is not to victim. Not it's to victim me. blame here, but it's on but you. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's on me. But there's also a line. We do cross that line normally, you and I, especially. Yeah, but, but like, there's times where it's like there's crossing the line. There, there's getting into the end zone, and then there's running out into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see your point. <laughs> Get to the end end zone. Celebrate. Yeah. Go back to your own thirty-five. Gotcha. Exactly. Just like yeah. this Instagram model should have done as well. She got to the end zone. She got it on with Drake and then decided to put hot sauce into her. Okay. <laughs> so let me just say, I don't need the birds and the bees talk. 
But I just have a lot of questions. And if somebody could DM me, again, at Carter underscore pots, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97, I'd just love to have a conversation. Well, well you see, Carter, when a man loves his hot sauce very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, you cannot right. send that kind of stuff to me at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S on Twitter. Yeah, I think Nate needs puppies and, you know, yeah. cat memes and stuff like that yeah. right now. So Puppies, just send me puppies. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah as well keep at quack report pod very you know pg-13 we'll say um but that's where you can uh chat with us as well uh thank you guys very much for listening at hockey pod net for the rest of the network and what's going on there and we will see you guys wednesday